Just before we start this episode, I just want to say to those who are going through any mental health problems, I know it must be hard, but know that you are not alone and I'm there for you guys every step of the way. Feel free to DM me if you want to talk or send an anonymous message if that's more comfortable, but just know that I'm there for you all the time. Now let's get into the episode. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Amber's Happy Hour. So I'd like to introduce our special guest for this week. She's all the way from the East Coast but currently visiting the best coast. She's literally my twin and someone who holds a very special place in my heart. I'd like to give a warm welcome to the one and only Jaslyn Sterling, everybody. Why is that the nicest thing you've ever said to me? <laughs> Don't get used to it because I'll never happen again. Okay. <laughs> so how's uh, visiting out here? Oh, God, I literally love it. I swear to God, this is probably like my favorite province by far. You literally were here last summer, too. I know. I lived here for like five months, but that was different. I was working. Girl's chilling right now. <laughs> you're not You're not working now? No, no, I'm not. Well, I work back home, right? Like oh, I'm working right. some like cash jobs and stuff, right. but for the most part, no, nah, I'm just, I'm chilling. That's nice. Did you do anything so far? Oh, uh, yeah. I actually went to, oh, really funny, My one of my best friends and I, Paige, we went on this like hike. It's probably the funniest part of like the trip. Mm-hmm. So we go on this hike and... Uh, we take off, you know, we're chilling. It's like five and a half hours. I'm like, oh God, like mentally preparing myself. I'm like, this is going to be like an absolute trek and a half. So we take off, we're going, we're going, we get to this like beautiful waterfall. We're like, oh wow, like that could be like, let alone, like I would come for this. Little did we know, we keep going and I, I turn this corner, we're like going down a hill and for like about 20 minutes, I'm like, Paige, like we're going down a lot of hills, man. Like I honestly think we're supposed to be going up because like <laughs> the first 50 minutes was like my calves were absolutely out of it and my yeah. shins. So me, like, I see this, like, like the silver thing. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, Paige, that's a car. Like, it's a parking lot. And she's like, no, it's not. Like, keep going, keep going. She turns the corner and she's like, what? She goes, they, they're like, that is cars. So we both start laughing. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's our car. Yeah. And, like, 55 minutes had passed. Oh so then God. we, like, go out and all these people are looking at us. And we look so confused. And I literally tell Paige, I'm like, oh my god there was a waterfall one and a lake one we took the shorter one and we had no idea we came out and the guy starts laughing and he's like this happened didn't it and we're like yeah and he literally starts dying he's like honestly not the first one like this happened to so many people so we just like we were laughing and then like out of all the people in our friend group 100 would happen to me and Paige. like right so we end up going like up to like peak to peak that day and stuff which was oh it was so pretty up there mm-hmm. like i've never seen anything like it but no, it was actually, so far it's been really fun. Obviously, a couple spiral nights too, but oh you know, god. it's been pretty good. And you guys went bungee jumping? Oh my god, you have no idea. I like went up there and I was like talking shit the whole way up. I'm like, <laughs> oh, like Paige, I'll push you off if you don't go like da-da-da. <laughs> like, like, oh, don't even worry. Like, I'm going to jump with my arms open. Like, I'm going to look like I'm diving into the, like the lake. Oh my god. So I get up there, my right leg, it starts shaking. I'm like... <laughs> i'm like wait a minute like i don't think that's what's supposed to happen but i'm still keeping a calm collection face because like you're like i talked all this shit i gotta like yeah yeah." and Paige starts looking at me under her mask and she's like jazz jazz i'm having a panic attack (laughs) i was like no we're fine it's fine and then we get up there and we end up going together because we're both just like absolutely traumatized like because it's a big drop like you don't realize no 100 percent and you're not locked in like in your mind you're jumping and you're not coming back up like it's so scary so anyway, so we're going together and we come up to the edge 
And the guy looks at us and he goes, who's the more confident one? Paige looks at me, I look at her, and we're both like, oh, neither. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you talk so much shit. I like, know. I'm not anymore. And then, like, the thing is, up until that moment, I, I'm i like, okay, listen. You're not going to look. You're just going to dive and hope for the best. Little old Paige. Okay, keep in mind, I'm 5'7". Paige is, like, probably 5'5". Five, five. Sorry, Paige. I don't know if you're actually that tall. <laughs> and she just goes, ah, starts leaving. I was like, yeet, and I try to pull back. But then she's so, like, she's little, but she's feisty. She takes off, so I'm like... All right, we're going. And we go. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I was dying. The worst part is we sprung back up and I was like, all right, cool. Like, we're fine. It's done. No, no, you go again. It's the same feeling. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it happens like four times. I'm going to be honest. I also was probably a little bit shirting, but it was literally, I would go again, 100%. But I still think the same thing happened. I honestly think I could never just free for all jump. I don't know. It's honestly... Okay, and also coming from the chick who texted me saying, yo, you want to go skydiving? Okay, like, no. fuck out of here. <laughs> no, listen. I actually would 100% go skydiving. My thing is, I love the adrenaline of it all. Like, I've been no, on No, like, I love the adrenaline feeling yeah, too. I but, just can't mm. do it myself. Like, it's like mm. Leviathan, my, like, Rav. You know Ravi? Yeah. Yeah, so Rav literally, like, pulled me onto Leviathan. I was a rookie and she was a vet. She was like, I'm rooking you. Doesn't, like, I don't care what you say. You're going on it. Fuck so that. I'm shaking. I literally sit and I'm shaking. She mm-hmm. locks me in. I don't lock myself in. We go up the whole way. I, okay. How often am I speechless? Never. Mm, never. Exactly. Trust I me. didn't say a word from when I strapped in until when we were done the ride. <laughs> Even this girl's trying to hold my hand up and I'm like, mm, I'm not <laughs> pulling it no, down. No, bitch. So Nothing. it's like every time somebody has to force me to do it. But the thing is, I literally love it. So like skydiving, you have someone on your back. They'll just nah, walk you fuck off. That. Yeah, but Nah, you never no, would. There's no, no way. I've always said, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And then every time I'm like, let's do it oh, together. Do it. No, fuck that. I'm on. not doing it. I I will. N- I can't. Yes, I will be can. traumatized. I literally. No, I'll never fly again. I'll oh, never fly fair. again. That's fair. That means I'll never come back to Toronto. I love traveling though. I feel like that's what. Okay, first of all, you can't just slip that in there. Like, just, oh, there we go. You're already not coming back, and we're not gonna talk about that right now. I'm not trying to cry. I'm not trying okay, to so cry. What's, what's actually going on with all that? Like, why? Like, where's your head at? Why do you not want to come back? Um. Not well, that I'm trying to convince you, but I'm mean, no. low-key. You're always trying to convince me. <laughs> no, I'm literally, it's just because, like, financially, there's no point. There is no point. Okay, you saying I'm no point. Okay, all right. What do you think this is? All right, all right. All right. <laughs> now, I, now I don't fucking know what to say now. Fuck. Like, um... No, but for real, so the financial, you're right. No, like there's the... no point of just spending all this money, right? Like, mm-hmm. if I'm not even... There's not even a season. We don't even have a season, right? So it's I like... I mean, we're... Yeah, you're right. But, like... You're right. So I was like, okay, whatever. It's just a couple months out here, and then, like, I'm back second semester to january that's true right and we're subleasing our place and stuff and hopefully like things open up here we can play out here at least yeah that's true i mean also because you're living in quad so like that's yeah quad's so, so expensive so that's i'm like mm, do i really like i feel like we should just probably just stay out here yeah that's i mean fair. it sucks like i don't see any of you guys you all are gone back i know i know that's actually a really fair point a lot of people are going back and i did not think i didn't think happen. so either i thought i would be alone in the village again for a month in quarantine i was like hey guys want to facetime oh i'm busy i'm busy okay yeah no me too and i'd sit on the couch and just like watch tv i'd be like oh i'm so busy i have to binge watch this by the end of the day <laughs> wow you're so busy you're binge watching that's what you were doing man no but I, I totally get that i mean it's also really tough i feel like quarantine's been really tough on like not just like people well i mean financially it's been pretty good for most people i'd say oh no i, I haven't um, i haven't spent like as much as i would if we weren't in quarantine like going out and stuff oh yeah no 100%. bro i would be like 100%. fucking balling <laughs> like when, even though in I'm the broke, summer too you're like balcony balcony, balcony. same and i'm like mm, <laughs> even though i'm really low-key broke it's like no i'm just gonna spend some more money <laughs> yeah that's true and you're also working now so yeah there's so absolutely making bank yeah but then it's like mm, 
like i want to come back i was like oh. i mean where where are you working at ever <laughs> what are you what are Get you doing girl she at costco <laughs> okay first of all the, I you cannot judge no, no, no. because jazz okay we're gonna talk about this funny story okay jazz worked at walmart okay uh skeptical no walmart people and for anyone who knows, <laughs> she worked at the One Bike campus, okay? And that's... Oh, never going back. <laughs> that's a little life. sketchy. Not gonna lie. Oh, my God, yeah. But this, I had to break up that fight. Okay, <laughs> we'll get into that. But this chick literally barely went to work, yeah. okay? There was... Oh, my God. There was one time... We, we were so hungover. Wait, which one is this? We were so hungover, and she wanted. She was so contemplating about quitting. She just oh. kept going, should I quit? Should I quit? Should I quit? Should I quit? Is that and the then, day that I quit? <laughs> I don't think I think so. When I hid in the closet? No, 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 no. This is a different day. You were like, oh, we were on the floor, and then you called your manager like, I'm going to call in sick. And I'm oh, like, okay, right. go. Oh, my, I was literally laying on the floor. And we were both back. hungover. I'm like, Jazz, just go to work. And you're like, should I do it? Should I do it? And then you literally called, and you're just like, I can't yeah, do this. I can't do this. Like, And you called like your manager, who's not even working. This guy has a day off. Oh, yeah, he was no he was on vacation yeah and we called him and you're like pick up he was like hey jazz no sorry buddy like call in da 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 and i was like oh sorry my guy and you're like oh fuck i gotta call in so you call in and then you literally just because you're hung over as fuck don't go to work and then literally maybe two days later i'm like it's so embarrassing like i'm just i've been better now i mean went through a rough patch for sure bro two days later you quit like come on (laughs) (laughs) like you're really just exploding Like, I'm not surprised. I mean, honestly, I can't even lie. The way I quit was probably the worst thing I've ever done in my entire life. Do you remember? No. The closet thing? No. Yeah, I went back into the closet after I came out. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like, I can't believe you don't remember this. So I go into work. I think it was like literally two days later. I got to the point where like, Walmart, like I had always bartended, served. <laughs> Um, like did construction, like landscaping, like it was all jobs you had to be on the ball. Like, it's like, you can't like, you can't not show up. You can't not, um, like you gotta work your ass off. So anyway, so I go in one day and I was sorting all these, like, I, think, I don't even know, zucchinis, whatever the hell I was doing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, just in produce. Just yeah, produce. in produce. And my manager comes up to me and he goes, oh God, I love when you work, da da da. Like, that, no, kid you not. Man, I just took a 30 minute break after a 15. I was I was in the break room for 45 minutes shooting the shit with the employees watching Netflix. Oh my I God. I come out for 10 minutes and I'm literally like, I hadn't touched anything yet. And I'd been there for like an hour and a half. And he goes, oh, you're great. And I was like, what is this job? Like, it was like, it was so degrading because I didn't have to do anything. And I was like, this is horrible. You probably know because Costco. Are you? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not doing any like merch or anything. I'm like literally at cashier. I'm in the front. Ooh, employee of the month over Bitch, here. fuck that shit. I actually, did. Buggies, I actually did get employee of the month. Over. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but anyways, for so for real, I like after that moment, I was like, I can't do this. And I like, I started to map it out because I was like, okay, well, he just came by. He's not going to come back for another hour. Like, screw it. So broop, I piece it again. And me and my buddy go in this closet and we're just like literally shooting the shit. Hang and having a great- closet. Well, because, like, I'd been in the break room for two hours. I can't keep going to the break room. Like, people are going to be like, do you work? Like, are you working or are you off shift? Like, what are you doing? Are you just visiting on your day off? Like- yeah, literally. That's what it looked like. So me and this guy, we literally, like, took chairs from the break room. Just, like, literally chilling, hanging. And I look at him and I go, I can't do this. And he was like, Jazz, what do you mean? And we've been talking about quitting together for a while. But he's like, no, nah, like, I actually can't quit. Da, da, da. Like, I can't. And I was like, yeah, no, me neither. 
You're such and a we bad paused. influence. No, no, no. He actually didn't quit. Thank God. He was such a sweetheart. Like, I wish I could go back to see him, but I'm never going back there. <laughs> and um, so anyway, so yeah, so I, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I promise. Won't quit. Won't quit. Not promise. Sorry. I never promise because I don't break promises. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I leave and he goes back to his section. Um, he worked like downstairs with like trucks and stuff and like unloading. So... I go to walk back to produce, I hang a hard right, and I'm like, I'm walking to my manager's office, and I'm like, I'm gonna do it, and I was like, the whole time, I was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do oh it, my God, and Jazz. I just keep walking, keep walking, keep walking, and I knock on the manager's door, and I'm like, don't do it, don't do it, just ask for your schedule, he opens the door, and I'm like, and I was like, all right, listen, like, we gotta talk, and oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm the manager, like, who do I think I am, so then I literally walk up to him, and I was like, hey, like, I think we both know, like, this just, you know, this situation, like, it's just not working out oh and he God. was like what do you mean and like because we had a really good relationship this guy literally two hours ago said wow yeah. you're such a good worker no and that's why i feel like such a yeah i know so that <laughs> it gets worse like i literally am like he's like what do you mean like that like you like you and the thing is like i had missed shifts like i had like whatever like i was hoping part of me was like just let me go like just do it don't make me quit like don't like just set me free like i'm <laughs> so then i end up being like all right, man, like, um, I really appreciate everything you've done. Because honestly, I did respect, like, the shit out of him. Like, he was such a good guy. And that's, like, the hardest part of it. So I was like, I'm just not in the headspace for this. And, like, honestly, I kind of wasn't. Like, I just, like, part of it was going on. But I basically was like, um, uh, he was like, just finish your shift. Okay, guys, full disclosure, I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing. I go to walk back to produce. Nope, I go down the escalator, go home, never been back. I... <laughs> <laughs> When I say I had calls, 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 I had calls. When I say I've never felt like I've never felt like a shittier person. Oh my god, you're the worst employee. I, no, no, no. But we both know when it comes to actual jobs, I'm amazing. Like bartending, serving, I love it. Like that's my shit. But you know, just when it's a de- like a degrading job, there's not much you can do. Plus, you know, I broke up a couple fights, and you know, what can I say? Yeah. What was the chick from bakery? Yeah, bar from bakery. <laughs> bar from bakery. <laughs> Yo, that girl. I would go back to Walmart for her. A little spiky-haired, sixty-year-old, red-haired like Barb. So I'd, I usually tell the story with my hands, but I'll try to give it in short. But there's one day I'm like sorting peppers, like, like I'm literally just like chilling. I have one earphone in, like just like living my life. And all of a sudden I hear um you fucking bitch and i was like wait a minute and i'm like because in my head i'm so bored i'm like where's the tea like i'm like, I'm like let's get it going so i end up being like um i end up looking up and i see barb just just cooking it like literally just like borderline running and i'm like whoa whoa barb can't run like what's going on here hey barb so running i'm running oh there's something wrong so i'm like all right barb i got your back so i go behind barb i'm like like just right behind her like in her, like in her, in her shoe steps Cause i'm kind of nervous too i'm like what is going on right. so then i see when i i cannot make this shit up when i tell you me and barb turned the corner and there was a six foot seven man and then his little like little tiny like 
I don't even know. Like, just this, like, she's probably five foot two. The guy had this other woman pinned to pot of gold chocolate, like a huge stand. He was holding her shoulders while his wife was punching this girl in the face. Like, da, da, da. Just soaking punches. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I look at Barb. Barb looks at me. Barb grabs a six foot eight man. I was embarrassed. I was like, why did I not grab him? Like, I went and took the little girl. I was like, mm. like well, the wife. Come on sorry. here, bitch. <clears throat> so I end up like grabbing like her from behind like by the elbows like i don't know how to explain that yeah and when i say i thought i like i consider myself as like a decently like nothing crazy but like i can hold myself no no this like five foot two whatever she was was borderline like ripping my arms out of my sockets first of all i was not warmed up i say i say that <laughs> the was pepper slowed cute. you down the pepper yeah. slowed you down <laughs> i was short i was doing too hard work that day i, I yeah, spent too much time worker. in the closet like, what can i say <laughs> so then i ended up literally holding this girl and we separate them we're fine when i say when i pulled the girl the the girl that was being punched like she flip-flopped like she was like trying to walk straight but couldn't she was soaking punches well she could not move oh my god yeah it was insane so then and the worst part is i look over and there's this little child while i hold the mom right (laughs) the little child just friggin' just crying and i'm like oh my god like his parents are beating the shit out of this like woman who's five foot five and i was like this looks horrible so then for a split second, I was like, I have to let go of this mom and I have to soak the fact that that girl's about to die because I'm trying to get that child out of there. Yeah. So I let go of the woman. I'm like, I'm sorry. Pick up the child over my shoulder. Walk the child away. <laughs> give, the- <laughs> give the child to the other like co-worker and I go back. And at this point, they were like kind of separated, which was like, was funny. And anyways, long story short, um, it turns out um, that... The, like that the woman that was being punched apparently made like a really racist comment towards that family oh my god so then in my head i was like why the hell were you holding the other girl? <laughs> in my head i was like oh bitch you deserve 10 more 20 more i yeah. was mad at myself i'm like i should have walked away and it was like it was really messed up anyway but um honestly she kind of got what she deserved she was bleeding her one eye didn't look like it was yeah i don't know it was <laughs> and you wanted to quit yeah you know it kept things interesting but after that you know saving a life really uh really takes it, takes it out of you, out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because uh cutting zucchini and peppers is not a thing anymore no i just know and i it got to the point of i had to like show people how to cut celery it's not that hard <laughs> and i would go away and i'd come back and the 40 year old that i had just taught how to cut celery uh-uh. i'd have to reteach him because he was cutting it laterally as opposed to across what part of me told you to cut it in half i told you to cut it la- like it was just oh like it was the worst like it was just not anyways it was great people it was fun kept things interesting but yeah just no regrets i mean i should have treated the whole quitting situation Long story short, if you ever see a fight at Costco, make sure you know why. Bro, I saw one. I oh, did not a, stop it. Okay, what happened? No, oh, it was you're just, that person. You're a bystander. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> I was told during my, like, when I got hired to never go into the fight, like, whatever. But it was just these two yeah, guys just, two. but it wasn't, like, physical, like, fighting. It was just verbally. Like, they were just swearing at each other. Like, oh, going oh, off. Yeah. But it was just more so like. So you got the tea. It's kind of, you looking like, over your shoulder. I was like, <laughs> and I was, like, dead center. I was like, oh, shit, this might go down. What the? You got he's a show. Like, he's just like, fuck you. And this, like, Whoa. guy's, like, 40, 50 years old. And the oh other guy God. that he's yelling at is 26. Look, look. He literally is in his 20s. That's crazy. And I'm like, okay, this is about to go off. And then two seconds, I mean, um, five minutes before that, oh, no. some chick fainted. 
I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on? So all of the things are going on. All things going on. All of the things. And I literally was like, wow, it was a great day. I was about to call him sick. God you know damn. what? <laughs> so you're out here laughing at me, but okay. you're calling in sick too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I see you. I, I mean, see you're you. the one who has like five okay, jobs. We're also the exact same person. Yeah, I really went through a lot of jobs, but I still blame, not blame, but like that definitely was because of like part of the stuff that I was going through for sure. No. Like the switching totally. it up and everything. Like yeah. it's like, I'm not blaming it 100%. Like mental health is like not ever something like, I don't like when people justify what they did for mental health. Like yeah. I was a shit show 100% I own yeah. it. But definitely like the constant switching up and like kind of like not fully being there 100 percent. like what was going on in well my head. yeah like there's so many times where it's like it just drains you though oh yeah like 100%. you know what i mean like, like what do you mean like drains you as in like like it takes a lot of energy out of you and sometimes like you yeah. just kind of like get like your like attention you span have that, is like, out of it that good face and that like smile yeah and so like, you can't fake it for so long right oh yeah especially bartending and serving oh God. oh no fuck that especially you got to be on your game if you're trying to make that money I don't yeah know. you need the tips <laughs> like you need to be like hey how you doing low like, cut shirt tight <laughs> pants watch it watch oh, it oh no i dropped the napkin <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's what you're gonna pick up really mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you, uh, did you actually kind of find that with Costco too, though? Or is it just me kind of, like, struggling to, like, sometimes, like, literally get out of bed and stuff? As bad as that sounds, I don't know. Like, to go to work and stuff like that? Like, yeah, find motivation with, like, anything. Like, literally, like, sports or, like, like um, work or, I don't know. Well, in, like, recently, like, with Costco, yeah. I actually went to, this was, like, I say last week, actually. Um, I went to Costco, and it's, like... Obviously, you can't do the whole, like, I'm sick, right? Because COVID and stuff, I mean, right? You can. No, I mean, with COVID, you really oh, can't, shit. right? Yeah, no, you can't. Right? So it's, like, so hard. That. So it's, like, okay, how am I God, supposed I'm so to... I'm so glad I don't have a job. <laughs> Bitch, okay, well, lucky you. <laughs> like, But it's, like, okay, how do I tell them, like, I don't feel good, but without making it seem like, oh, my God, it's COVID-related, you know? Um. So then I went there and when when was this sorry this is like last week oh it's so yeah recent. recent so i went there and i like i like whole the drive there i was like okay i'm like i can feel my stomach like starting to hurt i'm having a headache i can i know i'm like starting to hyperventilate like i just feel a panic oh, so attack you were having a panic. yeah okay so did something like onset it or was it literally- no i just i just didn't feel like good when i woke up i was just kind of like off yeah so i was like okay, I just it's don't tough because you can't pull yourself out of it yeah right? so then i went and um i went there and i had to like i just i was just so, like you could just tell i was so out of it yeah. and they're like oh and you have that personality that's yeah you can like, just oh. yeah and so you can tell when my switch is off right so i went up to them and then they're like hey, like, how are you feeling today? And I was like, because they have to always oh, check. Oh, they me. knew. They just have to do a procedure. They always check oh, how you're feeling. Okay, and I literally okay. was like, I feel good physically. Like, I don't feel sick. But I do have a headache. My stomach's starting to hurt. And that like, must have been scary. And so they're like, okay, well, you kind of have two of the symptoms that, like, we need to be. For and I was like, oh, my God, but I don't have it. I swear, whatever. Like, you just didn't want to be honest at first. Yeah, so then, yeah. then they, like, made me sit down and stuff. And then they were asking all these questions. And then... He's like, you know, do you like? Did you eat anything? I was like, I actually didn't eat anything. I couldn't take anything down, right? And That's then they the were like, issue, my guy. right? And then they were like, okay, just like, do you feel? I was like, like yesterday I just felt off. The day before, like whatever. Now, like I feel off more. And then they're like, okay, like do you have any like medical stuff? And I was like, honestly, like I do have like depression and anxiety and stuff. Wow, you said that to them. Yeah, well, Holy like I had shit, to man. tell them, you know, right? And then they were like, sorry, okay. I don't mean to be surprised. It's just like that. That takes a lot of guts, man. Yeah. So I then when that. I told them, I was like, fuck, okay, I have, to, like, like, I have to be honest. So I told them, and then they were just like, okay, like, do you feel like you could work? 
like how do you feel with your energy right now and i was like yeah. i want to try i was like i'm making money here right? For you. right like i'm gonna you. make money so i go and i'm working whatever and i just like i just just i was there's so many times where i was just zoning out mm-hmm. and i just wasn't there and i was like i can't i felt the urge to cry like i was Aww. i felt it coming and i was just like okay like i'm sorry how baby. do i do this how do i do this how do i do this yeah. so then i was like them supervisor i was like honestly like i know i said i want to like wing it out for an hour or two. i can't I, I i physically can't that's crazy and then they're like all right that's fine just clock out whatever I, and as soon as i entered my car i bawled my eyes out and i literally was like looking at myself and i was like you're not why are you even upset like i know i'm trying to figure all these things i just didn't know and i was just so upset and i didn't even want to go home so i went to my sister's house for like the remaining hours that i was supposed to work because i was like i didn't want to tell my parents that like hey like i you know what made you feel that way i I don't i don't know i just knew like i woke up and i just didn't feel okay with myself that time and i just felt like I just kept putting myself down and I don't know what it was and like why I was feeling like that. But I just. And actually, that's so funny because that day I had training, too. In the morning. Yeah. That usually pulls me out of if I'm in a bad mood. And like, yeah, no, usually if I'm in a bad mood, I was like, but when I'm at training, I do like get in my head a lot. And like even my trainers can like see that. And they like there's been times where like they've told me to go take a walk and stuff because they know I'm too much in my head. Yeah. Right. So I think I was too much in my head that day, that morning. When you're working out. Hey? Yeah. When that's I'm working crazy. out. And then I that's when I came home and I stopped like couldn't eat anything. And then I went to work and that's when the whole thing happened. Was there something that like set you off? I don't think like not that I can but it's remember. Crazy that's literally like me. Like sometimes yeah. there's absolutely nothing. Like, I don't know what it is. I think it just was like that day where I was like, I don't feel OK. Like, I don't know yeah. why, but I just I just don't like I just woke up and I was you like, should have called me, man. I know. I'm I know. Sorry. But I just was, and then I just didn't even bother going home. I just went straight to my sister's house and I just like. Why didn't you come here though? Is it like, is that kind of like because of like. I like just didn't want to, yeah, I just didn't want to be at home. No, I just didn't want to be at home. Oh, like I just didn't. you feel didn't. like you can talk about that. Stuff. Oh yeah, that's okay, fine. That's it's just right. like, I just didn't want to be at home. I was like, I just need to like get away from where it all kind of happened yeah. for a bit and then come back into it. You know? I feel like that's a, like sometimes you just need that change of scenery. Like it's like. It oh, hundred percent. Like the littlest things that you can do that make you like kind of not forget about it, but like. Yeah, almost like kind of forget about what's going on in your head. Like get you out of that. No, 100%. Yeah. And like speaking of change of scenery, that's yeah. why like I was like, hey, I decided to like get up and move to Toronto. That's crazy that you just made that decision. Hey? Well, not it wasn't even just because like for school, really. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I feel like um, mentally that was like the best decision I had to make for myself did you feel supported by everybody oh like 100% it oh, was also I awesome. I mean I gave them 10 day notice like hey guys I'm bouncing like that's it I'm out only 10 days yeah so wow. it was like but the reason why I even moved was like I was at the lowest point in my life like yeah. the lowest point ever like oh. for whoever was there when I was going through that like they would know like hey like I it was to the point where I <laughs> I took like four wine bottles down to myself. Buddy. I didn't go to work the next day. Wow. I slept in. I was out of it. Yeah. And I just kept saying, like, my life's not going where I want it to go and blah, blah, blah. And I just kept What made going. you feel that way, though? I just kept thinking, like, everyone's doing so well in their life. I can see them going in the right direction. Why am I not going in the right you direction? Have, like, right? You shouldn't have put that on yourself, though. I feel like yeah, hard. but I feel like that's just, it's hard yeah. to do that, you know? Like, Easier said than done. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So then I was like, and that's when I, like, at that lowest point, I was like, fuck it. So then that's when I emailed Z and was like, I want to come, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it was just well, like when he was like, oh, done. And I was like, fuck, wait. So this is actually happening. That's crazy because the same thing happened with me and UMass. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, wait, this is, this is happening. Like, I'm about to bounce. Like, okay, I'm leaving. And then that's when I came in. Obviously, like the first couple months in Toronto was hard because like 
you know, I'm on my own now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I think when we met, it was way easier. I feel like we were going through very similar things. Very, very similar, similar things, yes. And I feel like we, like, knew exactly what we needed. Yeah, but I think we also didn't, like, kind of like push it. open up to each other right away, I feel like. Well, no, I think we were both trying to, like, because we were both very, like, outgoing, crazy on the team, and you, like, instantly, like, Lee, or Z, Z yeah. literally was, like, um, oh, you guys are twins within, like, the first week of practice. And we were, like, okay, well, and just really we comfortable. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Like, we didn't get to that point right away. I don't think so, and I think it was, like, the more we started to hang, yeah, I think the yeah. more we started hanging out, we kind of, like, started noticing each other's, like, little patterns and stuff, and then we weren't, we didn't have many, like, off days with each other in the first year what do you mean off days like, like i didn't uh, like, like episode kind of yeah thing? like yeah, i didn't yeah. see many episodes with us during then i think that's when we were like trying you to hold were, it, it was back on my second year right you yeah so last that year was, like probably for you, the worst for like but first year i think you saw me have a few like i would oh because i also lived on my own so there was the times where yes. like i wouldn't even come out with you guys like you guys that. like yo come to stone come to, and i just like no i'm okay I and i that. and i was it like in a took, dark like, room. Me walking to your house knocking on it until you open the door like, yeah I was like no i'm not yeah I'm not you was like hey i'm outside and i was like no no you guys like i told you i don't want to leave my house and i was like and, that's too bad come out <laughs> yeah like, which is fine like which is nice because like it pushed me to leave but like there's also a fine line yeah because like for me sometimes that's too much so i feel like it's knowing the person like that was when we got really comfortable with each other yeah so i think that's that's when it was and I was like, okay, maybe someone else is, like, I know people who go through it, but like, okay, maybe someone knows it to my level. And I you know, know, I know it like sounds dumb, but I feel like when when we first met, like that was like probably the heap of like my, like I don't know, not my lowest point because I definitely got lower from there, but I feel like that was when like I should have started talking to somebody, mm-hmm. but I was like almost refusing it because I was like, no, like just like be this outgoing person that everybody needs and wants. Like, yeah. Like don't be that. Cause like I I had tried once and I had like a really, really bad, like, um, I don't know the word, like, um, reciprocation of what I said. Mm-hmm. And that traumatized me because I was like, they basically were like, No man, like you're not dealing with that. Like you're just yeah. like you're like, you're fine, you're fine, like you're just and hung over, you're this, cause like whatever. And that's a little bit what happened when so when I told my mom oh, for the yeah, first yeah. time, like same thing, she's like, Why do you feel sad? Like what's going on in your life? It's like but it's like, okay, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I But just know that I feel, I am like this. I do yeah. feel like this. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to figure it out, obviously. Yeah. And it just sucks that like, that's like the, that's kind of like the first response. It's not even just from her, from so many people. First response, what's so wrong about your life? Then why are you so sad? Do it. Like, they it don't, literally... it's just, it just blurs out, right? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and then it was like, so I was like, yeah, I, I don't know what's wrong, but there is something you know going on in my head i try to figure it out it's hard yeah but like how are you like how how am i supposed to do that right yeah but eventually i got like support and stuff and then come second year so my third year yeah your third year my second year that's when i think we both hit like a like shit hit the fan like yeah i think it oh honestly like i don't even know like it did i feel like i don't even know what it was well i know with me obviously what it was but like i feel like i don't even know how to how to start it because well one we both didn't play this year oh that's how it started i could right? i'm like there was something that like that changed drastically for yeah so we both know. ended up taking the year off mm-hmm. not obviously we took it off academically like because we just you know needed it but to focus on our school yeah, yeah yeah but like i mentally like it was like i was fucked <laughs> like yeah. like if we know, had played it would have been bad oh it would have been so bad like the the um, the training the practices the games the working, plus the working the... plus the school on top keeping a yeah. social life like all that was just and those are all really important pieces to like a yeah. person in university yeah exactly and it's like okay how how am i supposed to balance that 
this year I was able to like manage and figure out how exactly what works best for me yeah which was nice but like it still didn't stop me from feeling the way no, I did because no, I had no. like bad episodes here and there you know yeah definitely and I feel like it's just like when you see your friends in that place like when you see them struggling it's about like it's not just about like again like not showing up at their house and like making them come out yeah like sometimes it's literally something (laughs) sometimes it's as simple as somebody sliding a granola bar under your door with a (laughs) note like just like an inside joke yeah and seeing the granola bar slowly be pulled into the room (laughs) with no sound (laughs) and then and then I would literally do you remember when I did that I literally I I remember I was okay it was dark in my room note said um oh i haven't just like but we're a little it was just off. like literally like oh my god like keep smiling something like that right yeah and i remember i was just it's dark in my room and all i hear is it's like, <laughs> like whatever the sound is that the paper sliding out of the door and i'm like oh god, what does this bitch want now like i'm not okay and yeah, i like I, I like, like rolled over and i saw it i was like is that my did granola you ever, bar did you ever eat it i did oh <laughs> Are you kidding me? But it's because I haven't. I literally had not seen you since like the night before, and it was yeah. like even like the night before you went to your room at like six p.m. And bitch, I know you. I know you ain't got no food in there. Like <laughs> I was struggling. <laughs> no, but I remember I just looked looked over. I was like, oh my god, that's my granola bar. And I was like, do I have really the energy to get up right yeah. now? Because sometimes it's as simple as that. Like, it, you, you know, and and I and I remember I like I picked it up, but I didn't pick it up for like five ten minutes because I was like, I can't physically get up. I don't. I don't have god, the motivation. You know. I hate that feeling. And the shittiest part is, like, people don't even understand that, like, that's an actual thing. Like, yeah. I oh my, I will never, ever wish it on anybody else. Like, I'll start with that. But no, it's, like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, I truly believe every person deals with mental health at some point in their life. Yeah. But it's, like, a lot of it doesn't, people don't deal with it. It's either when they're younger or when they're older. Yeah. And it's, like, I'd almost rather it happen now just because, like, like, for me, it's, like, the person I was from first year to now, oh, my God, like, completely Completely different. different, I don't even know that person anymore. Yeah. And it's, like, at the end of the day, it's just kind of, like, understanding that, recognizing that, and just, like, being able to, like, count on your friends. It's just crappy when you open up about it and people say things like that. Yeah. Like, they don't understand because there's such a stigma surrounding it and And I think, especially this, like, this past year, like, our second, well, your third year, my second year, we really opened up with each other, like, a lot. You know? And, like, we went through more episodes than I like I don't I don't think I like I haven't even been like that in so long and the fact that we went through it together I think was that crazy. was like my saving grace for sure. yeah and the for fact sure. that we even like went through it like sometimes we would go through it at the same time yeah like we don't even realize like we both have the same off days I know you know what I mean and it, and it all like and it wasn't like we triggered each other it no, was literally like, like we all have our own things going on yeah exactly you know and it was it's tough and do you remember that time where we all had like oh i think it was galentine's day oh god yeah and and i i remember so i now like obviously like i'll drink here and like it's casual drinking right yeah like it's like healthy drinking yeah i before i used to drink a lot like a lot right like that was like this is my way i can cope through it right like this is how i'm gonna cope through it yeah so obviously i haven't drank it so long and this is like i think that moment is when i realized okay this alcohol is just not for me when i'm just not mentally stable yet how much did you take down that night i don't we just i took i remember i took down an embarrassing amount i did too and remember i was like before i was like all jolly happy whatever like oh yeah because it's like the first couple and and then i was like i remember you were just sitting on the counter and i'm standing and you're like how you doing like are you okay because i could tell right and i was like yeah i'm fine and then i just was like and we just looked at each other i was like i'm not i was like i'm not and then i went to my room and i remember just 
No, no. I went to your room. We talked it out, whatever. And then you went out for a second, and I ran upstairs to my room. Oh, is and this I, when I held you from? Yeah, oh, and then yeah, I yeah. was just on my floor, just hyperventilating, hyperventilating, crying my ass off. Like I had no idea what was going on. I was scared. I was in the middle of a panic and everything. And you open the door. Well, you knocked. You're like, Amber, like, are you okay? Like, yeah, because you then, do not barge in on somebody yeah, or something like that. And then I was like, and then you heard me, and then you walked in, and then you were like, oh my god, like. What is going on? Like yeah, caught I've off never guard. Seen you like that. And then you like held on to me, and then Brava came in the room. Yeah, and she didn't know what to do because she's never seen me like that. Yeah, and, and she it's just... also hard when like you're like family with those people. Yeah, they just they've never seen it. And she stood in the corner by the door, and she just was like, she did not know what to do, and like yeah. I wouldn't even know what to do if I was in that situation, yeah, right? Exactly. And she was like crying and she was like what's wrong and that's when i felt so bad that i was like oh my god like i don't need her to see this but it's crappy because like it's not about i can't control see- it and that's the but thing, it's like i like, can't control it you know? know and then i remember you were like well because i'd been through it with field hockey like in my yeah. first year like it was like i was literally having that like every fucking game yeah and i like knew exactly what you need because it's what i wanted i didn't get that mm-hmm. so it was like i think what i did is literally just like and this is like for all you guys too like if you guys ever have somebody going through a panic attack what i wish would happen to me and what actually worked with you that night yeah is just holding the person from behind and pulling their hands like across their chest yeah and just holding them as tight as you can to the point that like not uncomfortable but to the point of like they feel secure yeah and like you pulled away like it was like at the beginning you pulled away i was like i, I don't knew, i don't need this i don't need yeah, yeah but then it was like it got to a point when like you're crying slowly kind of got slower and for you guys like just kind of like talk them through it like it's like yeah. for me i would just be like you're fine you're fine you're okay you're fine yeah if you're and just like keep repeating yeah if you're the person breathing. behind them like just you know think positive like talking walk them, to them. Yeah. yeah and if you're the person like going through it like oh, i've noticed so like it is scary but i've noticed like okay sometimes you can't even like catch your breath like it's no, hard right no. so what i had learned that like if you sigh it's a little bit easier. Oh, I've never to, tried that. Yeah, instead of like, like trying to like control your breathing, it's harder that way because you're so like you're noticing how like you're not breathing properly. Oh, shit, I didn't. Even I've know that. like yeah. So my therapist told me that she's like, if you sigh, it's more like yeah, easier to you know count okay and, and manage your breathing compared yeah, to like you're breathing, you're breathing, you're like okay, like slow down, slow down. But like, how can you slow down? Because you like you can't. Yeah. But if you're like sigh it's a little bit bigger that's good to know because i actually had no idea yeah i didn't know that either my therapist told me and i was like god i was so proud of you when you started that because like you actually you transitioned me into doing it because i like i refused because like my family i didn't grow up with like mental health being a thing i didn't even want to do that either yeah you therapist was like i was a big no for me like no way not happening oh talk about how um how uh you did it over the phone and stuff because that was more comfortable for you that was so i'm just like not a person okay well i don't mind talking to people face to face about feelings like i'm not saying i I don't i have an issue with that obviously there's an extent i obviously i know i'm gonna cry so obviously i was like "Mm, you know what in on the phone is easier so i was like i set up appointment and i was so uncomfortable i was like oh my god this is so weird i don't know what to do i don't know what to do and the first session i cried from the beginning to the end and i literally was like what the fuck yeah and she was because she was just going like pinpoints of like things that happened in my life and i was like oh my god i didn't even think about this 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 mm-hmm. and then she's bringing up people like you know that i've lost and stuff and i was like oh my god whoa whoa, whoa. and then we're going off and then i bawled my eyes out and yeah. she was like all right so do you want to come back for another one i was like yeah okay <laughs> oh, sure and on that note more wine <laughs> <I'm kidding>. yes <laughs> But you went to you did therapy too. Oh god, that was such a that was, it's funny actually. I was like the complete opposite as you because yeah. I tried 
um, the whole over the phone thing. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I'm actually, like, for anybody who knows me, I do not talk about feelings. Like, I... Not at all. Or both of us. Like, we kind of, like, make, like, we we always joke that we're, like, the Meredith and Christina of York. Because it's, like, (laughs) we both go through shit, but just, like, literally just laugh the whole time about it and, like, try to find the bright side. Yeah. But... For me, it was actually, I tried in grade 10 or grade 11 when things started to get, because I was playing for a high-level team, and I was like, it was like never good enough. Like, it was like, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. So I was like, my parents saw it spiraling, and it was like, I'd be good up until a tryout. And then the tryout would hit, and I could not handle it. And I would start to have like, I know now that they're panic attacks, but like, they were mild at that point. Yeah. So then it was like, I'd shit the bed at like tryouts, and I'd get in the car and like love my family. Like, honest to God, they're amazing. But like, there was a lot of pressure from them, just because they don't mean to, but it's like, apparently like they want to see you like they want to see their kids succeed so i tried therapy they brought me to a sports psychologist funny enough and again same thing the very first time i went bald it was a horrible experience like i'm gonna be honest like the woman that i like went to like i'm not gonna say her name like i could tell she was trying her best but it was like i wasn't ready like yeah i wasn't ready to speak to somebody and it almost felt like i was forced yeah like it was like the morning of i was like i'm not going i'm not going they made me go which in mine it's good but it's like it kind of traumatized me because we didn't click yeah and it's not her I honestly think it was me but I ended up going through my first year um and I just like did not at all try it like it was just not what I wanted yeah second year same thing and I actually um I had quite a few people in my corner in second year and I was like lucky enough to have like a really good support system yeah um so I finally was like okay like maybe I'll try I literally went through because obviously we go to york and like i went through like the drop-in i'm not joking i went through like eight or nine counselors and i like gave up i was like this is stupid like yeah this it's, isn't sometimes what I it's need hard to find, to find that, that yeah. right person like yeah. it's and that's the thing i always like i don't hate like that's a strong word but like now me being where i am i always tell people like one of my buddies actually came up to me and was like oh i tried therapy it wasn't for me i was like okay how many times and they were like, well, just like once. And I was like, and then I always tell them, like, I'm not joking. I think I went through like 13 different therapists. And then I finally found this absolute beauty of a therapist. Like, because <laughs> she knew me. It was like me and you. Like, it's like, I'd be like, oh, I'm not coming. She'd be, she'd literally be like, get your ass in this room, da, da, da. And I'd be like, yeah. ah, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's all about like finding that right fit because honestly man it's fucking uncomfortable to talk about like yeah i don't care what anybody says and if you're gonna do therapy like you want to make sure you're with the right person that like oh my god is actually understanding yeah. and actually just feels comfortable you make you feel that connection with them like you can't a hundred percent so like i think that's what i was like okay you know i'll try therapy and it was nice and then she my come my second or third she started teaching me like ways to like yeah she was like okay like how do you how do you get out your um when you're like in a really dark zone like how do you try to like kind of get out of it i told her i was like i write like i write a lot like i like to write yeah i remember that. right so like i journal a lot and that is a huge lifesaver for me because like i noticed as soon as i started writing down my feelings or like what is triggering what things it adds up and i'm like okay so this is a big part of why i feel like this yeah let's try to figure this one out let's see if there's something you know that it can fix from that yeah and i notice it and it helps and even like even if i don't even write about my feelings like i'm just writing about random shit and getting your stories mind and stuff yeah. who knows whatever so i mean i guess that's why i fucking did english yeah. like, <laughs> like, journalism yeah. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. so i think that's what i felt was really and she's like oh no she's like that's a great that's a great thing to do and then she was okay do you want to go on medication and i was like ah uh, mm. that is so touching and i was so like people. um 
like what are we thinking here and she's like okay, well do you want to try antidepressant pills and i was that like is such a scary term hey people hear it and they like almost freak out about it oh as soon as she told me i was ready to hang up the phone <laughs> i was literally she's like antidepressant phones i was like mm, beep like, yeah, bye <laughs> yes like, yeah oh, i'm actually fine i was joking now like, oh sorry you're cutting off <laughs> <laughs> like you know blocked <laughs> she tries to call me all the time and then um i was like i don't know if i can do that she goes okay why i go pills the word pills freaks me out yeah i just think like i get this whole addiction thing in my head and yeah it's like the ideology of like becoming almost like dependent on them i guess and that's what i was like i do not yeah. want to do like some people <clears throat> that's what they rely on go for it i'm not saying it's yeah you like you know yeah amen yeah like that's what i'm like i'm not it's just crazy with them. yeah like i'm not here to judge like if you guys feel like pills works you go for it so then she asked me she's like so what are you gonna do as your alternate? And I was like, mm-hmm. you're like, well, this bed's looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Passed out. No, I was like, well, to be honest, I noticed that uh, the use of medical marijuana actually helps. Oh, amen. Like, and sure. and like obviously, like before it was Not like a thing. Yeah, but I noticed when I used to do that more than drinking mm-hmm. oh i saw a whole different me but it's because you're literally not in your head yeah like it's and like it's not so there. nice and i've tried it like i used to do uh, indica oh worse that used to trigger indica. it the, yeah yeah literally triggered it the worst sativa was like okay I'm, I'm up i'm doing things i'm still moving around yeah. but i'm now out of my head mm-hmm. and it's not like i'm so addicted to it like it's not like oh i I can't go like a day without it. Like, yeah. oh, I can do like a couple days off. Like, I don't care. Yeah. It's when I know that I'm having a tough time, mm, I got to do it. I know. You know 100%, what I mean? 100%. So like, there's so many different options and there's so many different things you can go through. Like, if you want to do pills, go for it. If you think this helps, go for it. And there's like healthy variations of it. Like, like yeah. For weed, like, don't abuse it. Yeah. Like, do it to the point of like, like to kind of take your mind off things, but mm-hmm. never ever do it if you're in like a place of like where we're usually when we're in a bad place. Yeah, because I feel like that just makes it worse. Oh my god, yeah. Because well, it makes like, it it's fucked because it makes it better in the short term. Yeah. But it's like the place you're in when you're sober, oh my god, it's ten times worse than the place you were at the beginning. Yeah, a hundred percent. Which and that was weird. So then I had to like and I remember having to like tell my mom about that too, be like, listen, this is where I How did what, you react? She was all about like, oh my god, like my child is on drugs. Like that. And I was like, bruh. You're gonna be on the street. Yeah, I was like, bro. I was like, relax. Like I'm not injecting myself. Like, calm down. I hope the fuck not. <laughs> right? So I was like, no. I was like, I'm doing this because this helps me. I was like, I t- took the outing of pills. I don't want to do those. Yeah. This is what I want to do. And it's not like I'm like I'm not addicted. Like I just I do it because it it helps me. It's so, okay. So question: Are you're not on medication now? Do you no. mind me asking? Okay. So, it's like part of the. I don't mean this in like a calling you out kind of way, mm-hmm. but like it's part of the reason why you're not on medication. Almost because you're like embarrassed, or like it's because of the stigma. Like, do you think you would honestly be um, like, what's the harm in you being like, Fuck no, it, I'm gonna just try. No, it's not that. Um, oh my god is it just uh, scary like you don't want to become dependent? i'm i'm very scared like i don't like to take pills like even like in general if like yeah. a doctor prescribes me medication and he's well, that's like because oh of what happened to you last year i j- i just can't like yeah. i just can't right and he's like oh like did you want to take like if you'd be like oh here i'm gonna give you like medications pills and i'm like this is a sleeping stuff right yeah I'm like like okay and like so i had like a really tough time sleeping last year and i had to go on medication and this doctor provided me pills 
and they didn't work like but i they became so addicting mm-hmm. for the first bit so when i came back home and i showed my family doctor like hey i got prescribed these pills he's like whoa why did you get prescribed that yeah. those are the most dangerous pills. Like you that can ruin your liver like what why are you no doing way. that and i was like oh ah, what oh my god and i went home and i dumped in the toilet I was like fuck you bro fuck you apple tree medical like screw you dude like you fucking ruined me that's the worst though and like, i was you like can't go to people like that no no exactly story. so then i was like no okay as soon as she said pills i was like no i'm well, sorry i can't fucking traumatized yeah i was like i can't i'm sorry like i need to rely on something else and yeah. i'm okay with what i ended up going okay, for that's all that matters as long as you're content yeah and i told and i know some people who are on pills and i'm like you know go for it people are different mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah exactly <laughs> like literally like you you it helps you it won't help me in well, i feel like it doesn't life. just help me it's like to the point of like if i'm not on them <laughs> oh we know the oh, difference oh no 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 <laughs> like that's can, different yeah but I definitely feel like it's helped. And I think talking about it was a big thing that helped for me. I, I think for feel both like that was us. something we both didn't want to do. But the minute that we actually did and we like caved and we were like, well, clearly something has to give. Like we should not be having to eat a granola bar at 3 a.m. <laughs> in the morning because we haven't left our room in a day. Yeah. Like. I definitely think the whole. And, and I think the comfort that we give each other really helped us too yeah and you pushed me to be better for sure like when you were in therapy like when i started seeing you like writing that book this and that like it genuinely was like fuck like i see her getting better like i want that and i feel like Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing you had this like chart too this mood chart i remember you were suggesting it to me yeah and i remember did you use it i ended up using it and actually like worked but it's like nice that like there's so many different ways that like we were getting different things yeah we're getting different things and doing different things but the fact that we were like, hey, you try this, I'll try yeah, this. And it's like, oh my God, okay, cool. At least I'm trying something new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I it think, was like more comfortable. Yeah. Like it was 100%. like for you, like I'm sure like, cause you started it. Like how yeah. did you feel about like being the one to actually like, I don't know the word, like because you're the one that stepped out of your comfort zone. Whereas me, I kind of just followed you. It was, it was weird. I was like, oh my God, like this is not me. Like what am I going to do? And then you were like, hey, I'm going to, I'm doing this. And I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it was you, almost you're like, like you became more. You're like, yo, yeah. well, like it helped you. Why can't it help me? I was like, no, no, hundred no, percent. Like, Aww, it made me feel good. It was like, okay, I like didn't know that. Maybe I'm actually not a bad freak. of a person. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm not a freak. Maybe I'm not as bad as I think I am. Just like, so maybe far, I'm because you like. I mean, I don't like the word freak, and I'm sorry if like obviously any of you guys. Yeah, that's no. the worst word to like describe yeah. of it. But it's like for me, it's like I genuinely would look at myself and be like what the fuck is wrong with you same, like it's like can you not same, just be normal and it was same. like the most frustrating that was thing. the one thing that i kept telling myself all the time you're not normal and i was like why am i telling that's myself society that? and that's yeah. like that's the fucked up part it's literally society and it's like okay i am normal i know so many people go through this why do i keep saying that i'm not normal yeah no. you know what i mean so just but also just knowing that there was someone like with when i met you yeah. like knowing that someone especially because our personalities boat. are so similar and then it's like okay we all we have this great energy but well, we both have these dark days. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. Now we know how to... Darker than the dark night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but, like, the fact that we can help each other like that, like, yeah. that's a huge, huge oh, thing. Oh, 100%. And I think, I think that's one thing I would always suggest for someone is, like, try to have someone that understands you yeah. in your support system. Yeah. Like, sometimes some friends can not be as supportive as you hope they'd be. Yeah, exactly. But there's always going to be that one person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 100%. It's just a matter of, like getting comfortable to open up about it well, it's not something that you can just be like hey i'm gonna do this awesome i yeah. feel so much better like it yeah you can be like hey you years. yeah i'm depressed 
you know. <laughs> no big deal. I got anxiety. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a panic attack. Can you tell? Yeah. Like, it's like, like, haha, you're fine? Oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have no issues. But it's like, like ah, jokes. Yeah. And then they're like, what the fuck? Like, no, you have to, you have to find that comfort. Oh, 100%. And I think 100%. that's, it's hard. It's hard though. It is yeah. hard. It's all about finding comfort in the things that you're like, um, like you enjoy almost too. And yeah. the things that you trust. Because also, I don't care what anybody says. Like this also might just be my mindset. Like set me straight if I'm wrong. You don't need to sit there and do what we're doing. Like you don't need to sit there and tell the whole world how you're feeling, the whole world, like what you went through. But it's mm-hmm. like, it's a matter of not, not hiding it. Like it's like for me, it's like, I'm not sitting there telling people the stuff that I've gone through, but it's like, if they ask me, like the other day, like my friend was really struggling and she asked me she was like jazz can you just talk about what you did and for me it's like that was such a good topic for me because it was like now that i'm i'm not perfect i don't care what anybody says you're not gonna ever be perfect no it's about appreciating it and improving you are and just improving too exactly yeah yeah and i've had that same situation honest about it don't yeah and the same situation happened to me like i've had someone come up to me like i didn't even know and they're like hey listen like i know how open you are about talking about you know being having depression and stuff like that it's such a big word right i know but then they were like you know i felt like you were the only person i can talk to and i was like whoa like that's nice that was such an honor hey right and i was like okay so maybe me opening up was a good thing to do and then they were like telling me all these things that's what i noticed too yeah the minute that like it's like kind of like what we always say is like i almost feel like i'm hiding it but the minute that i'm like no like i have mental illness like this is wrong this is what like i do this is what you should do like you never get a bad okay not never i'm sorry but like the majority of the time you don't get a bad reaction like people no. people almost look at you and like wow you're and struggling that, that makes yeah sense. they're coming like, up to saying hey what do you do it's like yeah. okay this is what i do and then they're like hey well this is what i do and i'm like wow i've never tried that maybe i'll try that too yeah. you help one another yeah, that's exactly. the whole thing it's right? just having that open communication exactly all right so we're coming down to the last bit of the episode which means that it is time to answer some of your guys's questions oh god don't worry they're not that bad um and like i had said on my stories too you guys i gave no pressure for anyone to share stories or scenarios that you guys people do that you guys went through so um yeah let's get started okay so the first one i have here is what is the best thing personally that helps you cope with mental health or in other words helps you concentrate on the positives only i drink my pain away wow yeah i mean been there yeah i was like like i said earlier i definitely was the one to do that to drink my pain away for sure i think mine um god this is so embarrassing to like look back on honestly but now being in the place i am i'm realizing i'm not blaming it but i understand more why i did it Mm -hmm. um first of all i'm gonna say i do not recommend this like this is literally like the worst thing you can do oh 100 but it's like when i came in university i had turned down like i originally was gonna go to the states on like a like a full red scholarship i ended up turning it down literally same as you 10 days before i left um my parents i don't i forget if you said that your parents were supportive but my parents were not like my parents were really really upset um and full disclosure they're great people like literally amazing people but to them like york wasn't that good at field hockey york like they just didn't understand and they were trying to um but anyway so for me coming to university I had already felt like I, like, wasn't a part of anything. Like, yeah. it's, like, because my family was so unsupportive. Like, I moved out when I was 17. And then I kind of, like, just did what made me feel better in the moment. And honestly, like, what did was, like, um, marijuana and alcohol and this and that. And it yeah. was, like, like, in the moment, it was fine. Like, yeah. people kept saying, like, oh, jazz is this, da-da-da. And, like, yeah. they would make jokes about it. And I would joke about it, too, because it's, yeah. like, such an uncomfortable thing. But then you realize when you actually try to like cut back and like stop that um 
it's so much harder and it's it like, is and it's like it got to the point when like being sober almost was harder than not and yeah. that sounds so bad but it's like that's the point that i got to and if anybody's in that point right now i can literally speak from personal experience like we don't have to get into it amber you can vouch like i was probably by far the worst out of mm-hmm. our friend group mm-hmm. and that's just me being straight up like looking back i'm not like that at all like yeah. i don't smoke i barely drink anymore unless it's casuals yeah and like me getting to this place took a lot and the biggest thing was realizing that i'm better than that yeah and i don't mean that in a cocky way i mean it as like a i would look in the mirror and be embarrassed at what i was doing yeah and it's like i think we talked about this before like you look at yourself and you're like what's wrong with me like you genuinely like it's such a sad feeling but it was like i was crossing my mind every day so i guess like for me what i would say for you guys is just like the biggest piece is like realizing that you deserve better than that and realizing that when you stop that i'm gonna be 100 percent honest it fucking sucks yeah it's hard it's hard but it feels great at the end yeah being in the place i am now oh my god like i feel so much better 100 percent. and like for me like to not have alcohol be the reason like to make like you know to for me to feel positive and stuff was really hard but when i realized okay maybe i'm not the best idea like i've mentioned so many times dude i write i write a lot like that helps i just talk it's or i just finding that outlet. yeah it's just finding that like that positive di- like um distraction like mm-hmm. for me that's what it is and 100%. if i don't do that i'm like my mind's like elsewhere it's better that i write it out so i honestly like i like drinking you guys is just never ever the solution especially to a lot of things it's like the dopamine i think is that what it is like I it releases so. it in like the short term also i'm not a kid major that could yeah. be wrong <laughs> yeah we're not fucking I mean, doctors the the day, there's like something i'm learning now you know <sighs> through therapy yeah. I'm <laughs> but um, no but for real like there's something that's released when you're drunk but then it's like the minute you're sober oh the <laughs> next day even the next day you're like oh, you wake up you're like you feel worse you feel 10 times worse oh 10 times. so there's it's now i would just suggest like just to try to like slowly cut back not cold turkey obviously it's oh, hard no, like no, that no. just cut back and just find slow with it yeah and find other things that work for you like yeah. i also find working out helps too sometimes oh my god that like, changes my whole your mood. anger and all your frustration just let out in the weight rooms and stuff and yeah. it's like holy shit you feel so much better oh, 100%. i definitely think like just to find that alternate route yeah and then slowly start to like you know get rid of the whole drinking idea and then i feel like it'll be much easier for you guys yeah, no, to definitely. find the positivity be, i know it sounds I'm out here sound like a guru yeah. just be kind with yourself yeah like, if you like repeat like we literally have both said like if you repetitively say what's wrong with me what's this why am yeah. i getting that reaction from you somebody? make it worse you're gonna just make it yeah. worse like yeah. you can't control it exactly okay so next one how has mental health played a role as a varsity athlete and what have you done to overcome that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, this is a loaded question. You can start. <laughs> I don't even know how I want to start this. Um, well, it's played a huge role, first of all. I like to say that, um, which is Probably why. Role. <laughs> yeah, which is why I also took the year off. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, because of it. Um, it takes It takes a lot out of you. Like, it's it's the constant trainings and stuff and the like we said before to keep up with school and social life it it's hard like and and the title of varsity athlete and the way people at school see you when you represent that sport that's your school it's a huge fucking thing bro especially when you're on the field hockey team Yeah, (laughs) yeah but like no seriously like it's hard and for us the the fact that like having to take the year off for us to overcome that 
in a way yeah is like okay cool like obviously i wish i didn't have to take the year off but you know what that was what it, it look at took. you now like you're yeah so i'm much so much better, better. Yeah. and obviously oh, i wish we could play this yeah. year but you know due to covid, COVID. that would have been perfect but that gives me an extra now little bit yeah. to work on it a little bit more and i feel like we can both use it for sure yeah so i definitely think it it definitely took a negative toll on us but in the end it came I think it was positive. negative initially but it's but like now it's now very looking positive. at us like it's a lot different yes okay another one speaking of athletes um as leaders of your varsity team uh, <laughs> was it <laughs> wait a minute i don't know who's trying to pump my tires <laughs> but um, do you think taking on that role and taking new responsibilities played a huge part in your mental health like do you think it got worse or did it help in some kind of way do you want to take this one um you can start it off um well i mean for me um i've never been like a huge label person mm-hmm. like i mm-hmm. get having captains i get having assistant captains but like yep, for yep, me yep lead how you want to lead and if people listen then you're a leader and at the end of the day you don't need a band you don't need this and that and i feel like people prioritize that as such a like big deal which is in my opinion kind of stupid but anyways i think the biggest thing for me is like in my first year like we talked about like i think i did like pretty decently like Mm -hmm. for the like the stage that i was in Mm. but it was like the minute that i started sorry the minute that the team because we had a really good team the minute that the team started to have success yeah um and like field hockey had never had that success and it was like we had never made playoffs we had never won ouas and it was like to actually be producing something on that level that the school hadn't seen yeah um i feel like us as a team we struggled quite a bit with that. I know yeah. for me, it was like, it got to the point. And again, it's like, I'm not hiding it. It got to the point when um, my doctor literally gave me, gave me medication and it yeah. was for panic attacks. Yeah. And I kept it in my sock while I played yeah. because it would be like, if it got too much and when I started to have the panic attack because it got so bad, like literally like I would have to come off, I'd throw up, I'd be hyperventilating, but like I wouldn't let people see that. Yeah. And I still wouldn't let people see that because at the end of the day, you don't need to share everything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the pressure of that was a lot, but I guess where I'm going with it is unless you tell your friends, because I didn't, like yeah. my first year, I didn't tell people, my second year, I didn't tell people. And that was the biggest thing is I was like, I was so embarrassed and I was like seen as this person and I was seen as this like crazy, like you, like this crazy outgoing, like yeah. never in a bad mood person. Yeah. But it would be like, I'd be that person. And then the only person that knew was actually my my roommate Keegan for the most part. Yeah, because doors, you don't he know, would right? see that side of me. Like it came to the yeah. point, guys, where I literally would come home from pra- practice, not a yeah. game, fucking like practice. practice. Yeah. And Keegan would see me. I'd be coming up with Kendra, and Kendra knew too. Like yeah. she's like they were such good supports. Yeah. I'd come up the stairs. He he'd literally hear me crying, and he knew. Come up, I drop all my stuff, like literally in the middle of our landing. Yeah. And he'd be like, "You want to talk about it?" I'd be like, no. I'd go straight to the shower for 30 minutes. I would just bawl. Like, I would just lose it. I couldn't breathe. Like, it was yeah. the crate. Like, going back, like, I'm literally feeling, like, I'm feeling it again talking about it. And it was yeah. just so scary. And then I'd get out. And again, guys, this is where, like, don't fucking do this. Like, I would come out, sit on the couch. I would smoke. And then I would just lay there and not talk about it. Yeah. Like, with family. Like, Keegan would try to get me to talk. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it because I was so embarrassed. And I was just like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. So for you, like, just make sure, or sorry, any of you guys too, yeah. but just make sure that you're you're realizing what you're doing in the moment and you're realizing when you deserve better. 
And for me, that was why I took that year off because it's like I put myself through that for two years and taking that year off now and focusing on what the fuck was going on in my head. Yeah. Um, now I'm excited. Like yeah. I miss it. I hated the sport for five years because of that because yeah. that's all I felt. Yeah. And it was like I was never good enough. I was never good enough. And when I finally started to talk to somebody and when I when your bitch got medicated. Yeah. <laughs> everything, everything got better. And I'm yeah. not saying everybody needs medication, but if you do have a mental illness, like that's sometimes you need it and I feel like that's what it comes down to and I definitely think like the whole being taking on that role of leadership it's like okay cool someone sees me as a supportive person someone sees me in such a positive way that must have been hard though that it's like okay hmm you see me like this I don't see myself like this you know what I mean so it did make my make mental health worse but it also made it a little bit better in ways where I'm like cool maybe i'm not as bad as i really put myself down to be you know what i mean yeah. like maybe i'm not as bad maybe people coming up to me hey like you know i feel like you can handle me help me with this because i know you are good enough it's like wow okay maybe i'm not too bad yeah. so i definitely think like it got worse at the time being until i realized okay and you know i think what? that's the point that i'm at too yeah like i'm not that like bad. it was like <laughs> it's not that it's like a compliment almost but it's yeah like i also see the way people like look at you at practice and stuff so i feel like you don't see it when you're in it so if any of you guys are actual le- like leaders and stuff just know that like if you're a leader don't take it as a pressure standpoint mm-hmm. take let's it as not- something like fuck like all right let me like, fire yeah. up my tires like let's get her going yeah you know? like, like it's a positive thing yeah right? um okay any advice for someone who has a hard time accepting slash coping the fact that they have depression and anxiety some depression episodes i can't get out of bed and find motivation to do anything at all (laughs) um wow okay well for me accepting it was impossible like impossible the amount of times i would text people saying oh my god i'm sad i'm sad i'm sad okay hey i think you need to accept like you know this is what it is no mm-hmm. i don't have that i don't need to talk about like you'd laugh yeah but, <laughs> you're kidding me right like I'd no say it to I'm, you and you'd be like nope. no no <laughs> yeah like, i'm fine i don't know what you're talking about it took a long time and then because society plays in that that's not normal who the hell has depression who has who has these medical issues like whatever I know. that mental health is not a thing it's also because people just overuse it not like that's and one that's thing not that really cool. bugs me. yeah it's like, oh i'm depressed today no no depressed no. isn't today depressed isn't two days like depressed is something that like you depressed is not yesterday it's it's today tomorrow yeah. and so forth like you don't know right all of the days yeah so <laughs> um it was hard for me to accept but i think when i finally did and realized okay mental health is a thing mental health is not just for me it's from a lot of people that it's like okay so i'm you know i like i'm just like everybody else like you know what i mean and that is when when i realized i was like okay like i'm okay with it i've accepted it i know i'm gonna have my tough times but i've learned to figure out positive ways out of it yeah and yeah i've had those depressed days where i've sit in bed all day in the dark like i've yeah. done that i've cried and i don't even know why i'm crying and then i get up i fucking then try to laughing in the mirror yeah and then i'm like why am i crying <laughs> you're stupid and then i cry again i'll cry in the shower it's like uh, it doesn't matter but everyone goes through it and like yeah. it's it's okay to accept it now you guys like it's it's a norm <laughs> like it's it fucking is. normal it like is. mental health is a thing like it's when not did something you find to, that you started to become comfortable with it um i think when i had like that, how long did you like when i hit that lowest point yeah. oh, before okay, i okay. moved out i think that's when i was like fuck like yeah you know what like pick you you need to pick up your shit because yeah. this shit's serious now and i think that's when it was for me did you accept like when did you know you accepted it 
Um, honestly, it's really funny. Um, I, well, not funny, but I mean, for me, funny. (laughs) Um, yeah, like, like I said, I'd been getting, like, worse, 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 and like you said, I lived in BC, like, not this summer, the one before. Started to get kind of bad, and actually my one friend, like, one of my best friends, Paige, said now, like, because she saw me, obviously, I'm, like, basically living with her again, and she said, she's like, man, I haven't seen you smile like this in, like, like, two years, like, ever, because she met me at my lowest point, and she said, she's like, damn, like, I love seeing this, but when I was, like, coming into school, because there was all those pressures and stuff, um, I ended up getting to, like, that was my lowest point, and it literally got to the point of, now, now I've accepted it, now I know, but that means first, second, third, and now my fourth year, it took me almost three and a half years to accept it, and when I was actually diagnosed with a mental illness, um, I laughed at the psychiatrist, (laughs) she told me, because I had had, like, whatever, like, a bit of a break, um, at the beginning of this year, and it was bad like it was like it was to the point when like my this was like my lowest point when like um my friends literally had to come over and like some days like they had to pull me out of bed because I wasn't leaving like they had to like make me run up the stairs and work out a bit like 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 I don't know like help me like make sure like I was showering like as bad as it sounds but it's like for me in that moment you don't see it yeah but it's like that was like kind of my lowest and for the highs I uh I was actually diagnosed with um like being bipolar and stuff and that basically, like, when I was first diagnosed, I laughed in the psychiatrist's face. <laughs> as bad as that sounds, like, I was like, ha, you're funny. Anyways, what's wrong? Like, yeah. do a blood test. And it was like, I realized I didn't believe it. Like, medication, didn't believe it, didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And only now, like, actually not being in that insane place, like, of not constantly having those ups and downs. Yeah. I'm finally in the place of realizing, like, okay, like, some people need it. And it's like, the biggest thing for me is, fuck, I wish... I had done all that before because Mm -hmm. like I said first second third I'm now in my fourth year my life could have been so different I don't regret it at all but it's like at the end of the day if you guys don't reach out and like if you guys don't try to like really accept it yeah pretty much just really accept it yeah exactly it's not gonna be easy for you guys later on yeah it's gonna be so much harder yeah 100 percent um okay so I've got two more so this one is I feel so down most of the time and lonely but I don't know how to talk to my friends about it or even how to comfort my friends when they feel down. I want to be there for my friends and for them to understand my pain, but it's really hard opening up. I don't have anyone that I can just be me with. I lost a few close friends to me this year. Feels to get lonelier as uh, I as I get older, but I'm definitely really focused on myself, so I'm happy with that, but I just feel like my friends don't understand I can feel hurt and alone just because I seem fine in front of them or don't have a legit reason right now to be sad. Which, okay, first of all, Reach, like fuck, breach, bitch. Yeah, because I fucking feel it all the time. Um, it's a mood. Yeah, like, yeah, I had this moment where I was like, you know, focusing on myself, and I, and I'm not saying you guys like focusing on yourself is like a certain period of your life. Like it's every day you're learning something new about you all the time. So yeah, it's nice, and I get what you mean. Where like you feel like you don't have friends that understand you because. I never thought Everybody that. Everybody feels that way. I never thought that, right? Yeah. And then it's hard. Then you met me. Yeah, fuck my <laughs> life. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but it's hard, but you have to like, that's when, I think that's when accepting has yeah, to come in. 100%. You have to accept, you know, what's going on. And when you start accepting, that's when you start to feel comfortable about opening up. Mm-hmm. So once you start feeling comfortable opening up, then, you know, it'll be easier to talk to your and friends. don't rush it. Don't, there's no rush, you yeah, guys. Like, exactly. it took You'll me know. so long. You'll know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it takes all of us so long. So it's like when you know that, okay, I'm, I've am i accepted it. I feel comfortable. I'm going to start to open up. That's when you know, okay, like, you know, now I can tell my friends. Now, then yeah. you'll start to feel the comfort that you want from your friends when you start to accept it. Yeah. And I think that's, like, that's a really important thing. And 
like I know your friends probably don't understand. Okay, like you can feel hurt and fine. I mean, hurt and alone when you seem fine. Like mm-hmm. that's all about faking to make it, bro. Yeah. Like you fake it till you make it. Like all the yeah. fucking time. Like yeah, hundred percent. And I like I. I now realize I don't accept that. Like, I don't like that I do that when I fake it because it just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. And I feel and if like... If they don't love you for... This sounds so cheesy, but if they don't love you, all sides of you, they're not your friend. They're not your up, fucking straight friend. Straight up. Like, straight up. Like, that's that's so true. Like, yeah. Like, I think when I had to, like, tell people about it, I was like, okay, like, this is it. Like, now I'm going to find out who's true. Like, like who's yeah. truly my friend or not. Yeah. And obviously, like, I ended up being blessed with, like, such a great support group. But it's like, you know, some people don't have that. Yeah. So I think for this, I would just say, like, get to the stage of accepting it, get to the stage of understanding and feeling comfortable. And then from there, start opening up to your friends and then, you know, they'll realize because, you know, you might be like hurt and alone and acting fine. You know, they might be, too. I was literally, about like, to you say, know, like, like yeah. they might be, too. You don't know that because they're probably not at that. And who knows? Stage. You talk about it. You might and end up we, with this situation. Like, ha. Yeah. <laughs> <Same>. Like, <laughs> shit. OK, last one. This is actually isn't a question. It's more like um a rant not a rant oh, like okay. giving her two cents but uh, let's, let's see. get her going okay <clears throat> first of all i love that you're addressing the, this it's such a prominent issue not only in our culture but across the board around the world well thank you to that mm-hmm. um i just wanted to add my two cents to uh, to it as i've put up a fight with mental health for a long time we've graduated together oh shit bitch what's up and starting in grade 12 i developed a lot of anxiety which led to depression as well I just want to address and emphasize a huge don't in mental mental health and a huge misconception, you can say. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing that led me to becoming more toxic towards life and myself, it was the lack of support. It was individuals saying people with mental health struggles are asking for attention. So I just want to make a moment to say no. If someone's sharing with you, they're not asking for attention. The, that's their scream for help. That's them hoping you'll realize how much courage it took for them to tell you how much they're hurting and that they're not seeking attention. They're seeking help. I've had a lot of people throw around the word tension or even say, what do you have wrong in your life that's making you depressed? When reality is you can have the whole world by your side and still wake up feeling very much alone. You can have someone tell you they love you, but still find yourself looking um, as yourself asking for reassurance. Wow. Preach, sister (laughs) or brother, whoever you are. (laughs) That's crazy, actually. I resonate a lot with that statement yeah like i literally when you were talking about it um first of all whoever wrote that i respect the shit out of you yeah like that's how we're all feeling like yeah. that's what it comes down to and yeah. the one part i do want to focus on is the toxicity that you guys talked about mm-hmm. mixed with like feeling so alone but having so many people because when i was going through it and i don't mean this as like a brag both of us are in this boat like mm-hmm. i'm so lucky like i'm loved i have so many people in my corner and i know that mm-hmm. but when i'm in those places like this year I only really counted on one person mm-hmm. and well two mm-hmm. you and that one person and it's like I was so so grateful to have them like them mm-hmm. ubering to the hospital when I needed them them holding me when I needed them and mm-hmm. at the end of the day I I tried to hide it like I would push them away and I'd be mm-hmm. like no I'm fine I'm fine but it's like I had all those people in my life but there was two people that basically almost called me out on it and I feel like like for you just know that you have so many people in your corner. Yeah. Like I said this before, you have so many people in your corner that you don't even know about unless you make the conscious decision to be vulnerable with them. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to is like a vulnerability. And fuck your pride. Fuck your pride. <laughs> just suck it up and realize everybody goes through it. And just try to count on those that you a hundred, trust the most. A hundred, a hundred percent. Like literally you guys, like if someone's just being like, hey, like I'm going through this. It's not, there's no attention being asked people like when we're going through this the whole point of us like the thoughts that we go through in our head are oh like 
you know, we don't think about attention. We think about the opposite. Mm -hmm. We don't, we feel like, you know, I'm receiving too much. Like, I don't know how to say this properly, but I just feel like it's not attention that we're asking for you guys. Like we never are like, I know from to that point, it's probably the fucking worst it's been. Yeah. And for me, like, I know when I'm like in my lows, it's not because like, oh, I have too much attention or I'm wanting attention. No, I just, I just want someone to hear me out. Like that's literally it. Right. And especially for someone like you who you don't talk about your stuff. No. So so it's like, bro, if I'm asking, like if I'm talking, I'm I'm talking because I need you to listen. I don't want your attention. I just want your ear. (laughs) Right. Like, and obviously yeah it's like okay like what's why are you so depressed there's nothing wrong in your life you don't know that i don't know that like you know what i mean like yeah my life could be going great but like there's little things that just can trigger so many things you know and oh sorry yeah but i i just i just don't appreciate that you know that that just that saying when people say why are you so depressed like there's nothing wrong in your life how do you know like yeah, you're not no in my idea. shoes like yeah 100 percent. and literally i was just gonna go off that and say i don't care the one that one statement is probably one of my biggest pet peeves yeah what do you even have wrong in your life bitch first of all you don't know me yeah you don't know me okay yeah. second of all i don't care how small the issue is if it affects you on a level mentally then at the end of the day there's something wrong so don't sit there and let if someone makes that statement at you, first of all, either A, call them out, or B, realize mm. that's not a person you can count on. Because it doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't matter how small the issue is. If it affects your mentality, then it affects your mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it comes down to. So that's, like, I just, I would say, you guys, just, like, try to find a really good support group. Like, I know, you know, you have your friends, and you think they're there for you. But, like, truthfully, like, if they're, if they aren't there for you at your lowest point in your life. And they ain't your girls. Bros, they ain't your homies. Yeah. <laughs> cut them loose bye bye see you later 100 percent. um okay so i think that's like the end of all these questions first of all god i love those those are good those are really good you guys thank you so much i didn't i didn't know i was nervous i was like oh god i'm on the spot i know and i didn't think anyone would actually like i didn't I wasn't sure how many people were willing. You didn't think you were famous. Yeah. No, bitch. <laughs> I didn't think that. I wasn't sure how many people were actually willing and open to, you know, talk about this topic yeah. and ask questions. So I'm actually very, topic. very, very thankful for you guys for that. Yeah. Okay. And that is a wrap with this week's episode. I want to thank my special guest, Jazz, for coming in and just, you know, discussing such a heavy topic and such an important topic in both of our lives. And, you know, especially with you guys it's like a tough topic to even talk about in general so i'm really happy that i had you with me to do oh, that of course and as my man kevin hart would say you're gonna learn today and we really freaking hope you guys learn today because <laughs> this is a really tough topic to talk about but um okay, man. we hope that as much as like as important and serious this topic is like we at least brought up a little light and lightened up the yeah, mood for you guys because you know we didn't really want to make it as hard as it we, is we weren't trying to finish a whole bottle of wine yeah for no reason <laughs> right um but yeah so that's a wrap for this week's episode we will see you guys all next friday 5 p.m for another happy hour did you just break the glass <laughs> on that note cheers <laughs> cheers guys